Hey, amigas. This is Val. And this is Justine. And we're going to talk about business, business gals. Yes, this episode is going to be all about business. Our second one, because we've already done one. I think our first business episode was our second episode. I think it was episode two, but yeah. don't quote us on that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, wait. <laughs> we should have checked. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, but yeah, we did talk about business prior to this. It was more focused on um kind of like when we started and yeah. why and more like, like the entrepreneur side of it. Yeah. But this episode we're gonna talk more about um evolving and like kind of growing in or growing out of like a certain creative spot or art or business because like for both of us like our creativity is our business so right. um yeah yeah like it's transition yeah and stuff like that. yeah yeah i met with a friend um from high school kind of recently um she listens to our podcast she's awesome but um she's a homie and like we were just like talking about like like she's been in nursing school for so long and she's like I think 30 or going to be 30 and she's like not a nurse yet and like was having a really hard time because she like failed her nursing exam. Uh-huh. And so she was like kind of like beating herself up and was like, I don't even know if I want to be a nurse anymore, but like I've dedicated so many years of my life to this. Right. And so I think it'd be cool for us to talk about like, oh, I meant to tell you this earlier when we were kind of going over our notes for this, but do you remember that like this was last year, like early last year, maybe the end of 2020, but we were hanging out at the spectrum and we were like sitting on the grass and I was telling you like, I kind of want to cycle out of weddings. And you were like the first person that like, besides Zach, that I like shared that with because mm-hmm. it was like kind of like, okay, I'm like, I don't want to say the word manifesting because I ugh, that word is so cliche. But like yeah. I was like throwing it out there and then like now it's happening and yeah. I'll definitely get more into that as we go along. But um, I remember you were like, it's okay to grow and evolve like you're not failing. And then I repeated that to the friend that I was with that was talking about nursing school. Yeah. And she's like super creative. She's like a singer and an artist. Like she's just so amazing. Uh-huh. And so I thought it'd be fun to like talk about like evolving. I love that you use the word evolve. So yeah, definitely. I'm so that's so cool. I love when like you or other friends tell me like I said one simple thing to them that really like stuck with them. So that feels really good. Because yeah, I in even in this last couple years, I've done I invested a lot of time, Mm -hmm. effort, energy and money into cosmetology school. (gasps) Yes, I literally forgot that you went through that. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, I'm talking like I think two years of my time mm-hmm. and sacrificed every night Monday through Friday mm-hmm. um school got out at 10 p.m yeah and um and you were I, working a full-time job then too I think so yeah through part yeah yes, right yeah that was before COVID I wasn't full-time oh yeah, you are okay grooming and but then I had Hunter full-time because he hadn't right. started preschool yet oh my um, gosh how did you do that it was really exhausting honestly um wow. And, you know, I'm not saying I'm never going to graduate or go, you know, take my state board exam. But when COVID hit, yeah, um, everything obviously shut down and it became extremely daunting and almost impossible for me to complete cosmetology school online. Yeah. Because they had very strict, like, guidelines on, like, what time you could log in and do work. They lost 16 of my hours. So mm-hmm. that was discouraging. Yeah. And, like, basically I can only log in during – bedtime and bath time and dinner time with hunter Mm. and like that was really difficult to for sure yes i could leave every night to go to school and do that Mm -hmm. but to do that in-house with like 
in close proximity yeah. with my son, it was really hard because, yeah. you know, he wanted to hang out with me. He didn't right, understand. Right. So yeah. anyways, I, long story short, never went back to school as they've reopened. I just haven't stepped foot back in there. I only have like a couple hundred hours until I finish. And like, I'm okay with this is sorry, we kind of went off on a tangent no, here, okay. but it's a perfect example. Yeah, I'm not mad at myself. Like, mm. do I want to finish? Yes. And like, it would be great to have that as a backup. Like that's my second passion is hair. Um, but I'm, I could easily just be like, wow, I really failed. I let myself down. I should have yeah. just buckled down and done the online class. And like, um, even if I choose not to do hair, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I was super into it and, you yeah. know, dedicating all that time and energy. And sometimes we, we evolve, we change mm-hmm. yeah. like, and it's okay. You're not a failure. You're not a quitter. Mm-hmm. None of that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not true. Mm-hmm. And like, nobody should be judging you that way anyway. Yeah. Like, let alone yourself. And if yeah. someone looks at you and goes, oh, you, you suck. Like, you yeah. were in, I, what happened? You were in cosmetology school and like, you just gave up. Then like, I don't need that energy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And nobody's done that. Yeah. Um, and same to you, like with weddings, if someone yeah. were to ever be like, huh, yeah, quitter. Like, yeah. You, you don't do weddings anymore. Like, nobody's yeah. thinking that. So. Well, that's what was hard for me to admit when it came to quitting because – Obviously, my reasons are valid. And even if they weren't, like, literally, who cares? But yeah. um, because I'm an Enneagram 3, which you might – I feel like you don't relate on this as much as I do, but, like, very image conscious. Like, it's not that, like – I just don't want to be misunderstood. So, like, I don't – I have this, like, fear where people are like, oh, she's just picking something else up and, like, it's going to fade – when it's not trendy anymore, even though I was a photographer for a really long, like 10 years is a long time and I'm still doing photography. I'm just transitioning fields. But, um, I have this fear that people are going to think I'm a failure. I'm a quitter or something. And I like, I'm really trying to figure out where that's coming from. It could be old trauma or like your childhood or like the way you were raised. Because I used to actually, I understand where you're coming, coming from because I heavily, used to relate to that, but mm-hmm. I found a lot of freedom yeah. in validating myself yeah, and not needing, like, feeling that so much. Like, I can validate myself that nobody – not that no one matters. It's not right. like that. But at the end of the day, if I'm making a decision for myself mm-hmm. and I know it's what's best for me and my family, I don't need to explain that to anybody mm-hmm. and I don't need anybody to approve of that. Right. And I think everybody – not everybody should feel that way, but it is so liberating yeah. to – just validate yourself totally and not yeah. be like oh what does this person think and if they disapprove then you're like well i can't even validate myself mm-hmm. now because now their opinion's affecting me yeah. no yeah you make the decision for yourself totally and, yeah yeah so. that's cool i love that yeah um well do you want to get into like your portion first i might ask you questions as they come up because i'm like I'm excited for you because you're in the middle of rebranding. Yeah. 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 I would love if like if you wanted to ask me any questions as I'm talking, that's perfect. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I'm sure I don't think any, I don't know, maybe you're a first time listener, but the backstory and long story short is I own Oh Soy Candle Company. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been doing this, I want to say going on 14 years because I feel like I keep saying 13 years yeah. and like time is going by. You literally said that in the first business. Did I? Oh my I, gosh. I think you said 10 years, but then you're like, I keep saying 10 years and 10 oh years. I need yeah. to check. So since 2009, so since around the holidays of 2009, okay. so like whatever the math is like, on that, I kind of want to see. Like we're so dumb. Let's see. 19. <laughs> Pull up my calculator. Okay, wait. What's... I think it is thir- 
it's either 13 or 14 years this okay, year. Okay, wait, 22. Okay, minus uh-huh. 2009? Nine. Yeah. 13, yeah. Yeah, 13 years. So, wow. yeah, this this will be my 13th year anniversary. I think at some point last year I thought I was on my thir- – whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I've been doing this since 2009. Um, it was very much a uh, holiday thing in the past. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I make these around Christmas, sell them to some friends and family and, like, other customers. Yeah. Um, and it just – evolved over time my big breakthrough was um a fundraiser i did as i've mentioned before it was for a dog i paid for her final vet bills at the end of her life it was an insta famous chihuahua and that's the first time i felt like i started getting a lot of customers that were like outside of a friend of a friend or Mm -hmm. a family member's friend you know what i mean just like east people from the east coast and midwest and stuff like that and even canada at the time i remember shipping some of those random i know isn't that cool and i made a lot of cool friends like instagram friends like Mm -hmm. in the dog community Mm -hmm. um and they still buy my candles to this day they do yeah it's really awesome and i've done other fundraisers for other dogs since yeah um as they've passed away and i've put their cute little faces on so anyways (laughs) that's when my business first got like this big boost yeah increase in followers on instagram and it wasn't even the intention it was like yeah oh this dog that i love and adore on instagram passed away that's awful and yeah. i want to help with the vet bills so um that was cool so that was my first boost into it and it just from all my hard work and like dedication and stuff like that it it's like i feel like when you are fully invested and passionate about what you're doing like there's no failing because you mm. believe in it and in the way you carry yourself and talk about it and like you're not really selling it to people. You're just authentically like offering totally yeah, <laughs> a service or yeah. a product. And like people will take it when it's just comes out of pa- pure passion. And you know what I mean? You're mm-hmm. not selling something you don't believe in. And I make it a, a really big point to use clean, safe ingredients. Cause mm-hmm. like, I don't know if my customers have even thought about this, but like so they worry about, um, I mean, they don't have to worry with Osoy, but like when you're burning a candle, you're going to worry about like, okay, well, what am I inhaling? What are the wicks made out of? Is there lead in this? Is there um, phthalates? Is there paraffin? Yeah. All bad things to be breathing in, um, which not my candles have none of that stuff in there. Um, but also to be considered is like, I'm making these by the hundreds and hundreds mm-hmm. and hundreds depending on by the thousands in fall and christmas so like i am inhaling the oils and yes. the wax and stuff so of course i am making my safety a priority totally as well. yeah and i've never really said that like yeah. even on an instagram or anything but like i've thought about that i'm like yeah i want to be safe too so like rest assured i definitely use yeah. really clean ingredients because yeah. like, like i'm me. working with them <laughs> yeah, yeah. i've um, never even thought about that yeah and then like you know now that it's back in the house i mean it's in the garage but my pets are exposed to it and like right. my son so like i definitely uh i don't allow any bullshit ingredients yeah. in my candles so um anyways uh i got off on a tangent about the ingredients no i think before (laughs) (laughs) you were just kind of sharing about like oh great i'm stuck on like the 13 years (laughs) yeah it just started snowballing and i think i was just saying when you yeah when you're passionate and you believe oh yes yes yeah naturally you just build more and more of a following um i can thank like a lot of my customers for spreading the word like they'll buy a bulk of candles yeah um like a friend of mine from my old gym ogini she bought um 24 candles mm. um and she just gifts them and gives them away so like so people sweet are gonna be like wow this candle is great and they're gonna 
oh, what's osoy.me and follow my Instagram, they become a customer. Yeah. They tell their friend. And yeah. I just have these really cool, like you, for mm-hmm. example. And I don't think it's just because you're my best friend. Like, I know you really like my candles. Like, mm-hmm. Because there's been times where you've bought other candles, which like I don't – I jokingly act like you're <laughs> cheating on me, but I honestly don't No, care. it feels like I am. <laughs> and to be clear, I only do when it's out of desperation. Like when I know you're sold out of yeah. everything and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'll probably take another week and I'm desperate. Because yeah. I like to have candles lit when people come over and people yeah. come over – all, all the, the time. time yeah so i'm like yeah. ah. but even i think the last time i bought was like last year from target and, uh-huh. and it, you, you said it sucked right yeah i mean it smelled good but uh-huh. like it didn't last long mm. like your candles at least like they literally go to like the bottom of the jar yeah where like this candle like maybe went like it had like a quarter left of wax and i was like are you yeah. kidding me like you could have you know, you, you had it more life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so. I totally get you. And like, yeah, it's, it's they're just like manufactured. So sometimes the wicks aren't mm. fitted to the jar and like you get this big tunnel and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then the they cut it so it'll say like soy wax blend. It's kind of like when they like can get away with calling things like this is made with organic food, but there only needs to be like 1% organic product in there in order Ew, to say that's kind of like that, that was soy. That sleazy. Yeah, it's I like soy like wax blend. It's like blended with paraffin, which is like – a che- or paraffin, right? But yeah, paraffin, which is like a shitty cheap wax that like Ugh. it just burns off really fast. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there is food grade paraffin, which is fine, but there's also really bad. Par- but anyways, we won't get into that. I'm like, so. I'm learning so much right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a geek for candles. No, we love that. I think people are very like, well, and just thinking about all like the like the boomers and older millennials who have cancer, like I, I don't want to talk out of my ass, but I feel like a huge part of that is like what they're inhaling and like what they're smelling and stuff like buying like cheap think of the cheap candles from like bath and body works Mm -hmm. yeah and what that's full of you know and i'm just like oh my gosh this is so bad for our health we're just like inhaling these fumes and i don't know so i've seen like tiktok conspiracy uh like or movies oh my gosh (laughs) tiktoks about like oh like i woke up and like my entire inside of my nose is like black with soot oh and her baby too and i'm like i wonder if this is a real video and also you have to show me those my candles would literally never do that to your like i'm like that's so crazy to me wow wow anyway but yeah over time you know things have evolved like just things have gotten bigger and bigger like i said i think i can um, think word of mouth is like a really big part of my business. Mm-hmm. Um, like my friend Sarah at the gym, you, um, mm-hmm. her friend Erica, like I, it's just, I feel like these people buy my candles and they just want to talk about them and they want to so share them. Sweet. Yeah. And like, um, yeah, it's just super great. Or like, a, like I'm not trying to give shout, but I'm just thinking of me, like my, my customer Estella, like I'm always so blown away by how many candles they buy and how much they share them um or like Brittany and yeah so um i i feel like i i owe a lot of like my success not to them but you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. that's extremely helpful so yeah um so yeah anyways it's just gotten bigger and bigger but like let's kind of rewind a little bit to pre-covid um and during the time i was in school and even the time before i was even pregnant um Mm -hmm. i was working as I was technically a dog bather um, for about five years, 
but I was training to be a dog groomer. I had bought mm. all my tools. I was working under a groomer um, and training under her. And honestly, the grooming part was really difficult. Mm -hmm. You're working with dogs and yeah. you're cutting their freaking hair. Yeah. It's really intimidating. It's very tedious and like, or like meticulous. I don't know if those are the right words, but it's just like, it can look choppy so easily and oh, you have to do for a lot sure. of blending and they're yeah. not staying still and some are, you know, so um, I didn't love the grooming part, but I was like determined to like understand mm -hmm. it and I did get paid well. Mm -hmm. uh, I made great tips. Um, it was hard work. Mm -hmm. I was disgusting when I came <laughs> home. I just wanted to take the hottest shower shampoo my hair three times. I'm yeah. not joking. Like yeah. I felt dirty. I mean, I'm expressing anal glands and dogs i'm trimming their nails their nails are in my bra like yeah you know just stuff like that um and like there's just dog hair literally in my eyes like there were so many times like there's just dog hair in my that eye that would drive me crazy <laughs> with like contacts because oh, i wear yeah. contacts and i like rely on them i wasn't wearing but, but, you, I was wearing but glasses. you were wearing glasses yeah i had lasik surgery yeah. so yeah the whole ugh, and then water splashing on my lenses and like it's just a hard job like bottom yeah. line i can go on and on and not to con like count the times I got bit, pooped on, Ugh. peed on, um, nipped at. Yeah. yeah oh, that's totally. so scary. Um, and the customers too. I mean, they were 90% amazing, amazing, amazing people. But, um, and they were like, I guess you get these clients and they tip you well and they buy you Christmas gifts. I had people buy like presents, like when I, they found out I was pregnant, like for oh. Hunter um but yeah it was a rough job and i kept doing it because the tips were amazing and i was getting yeah. paid really well yeah um and all the while on the side i was making candles and one of my bosses was generous enough to like he would just say bring your candles to work and sell them mm -hmm. like put them on the table and sell them which mm -hmm. is really sweet of him yeah. um so i did that for a few years and then like a few seasons you know when christmas and stuff came around and i was working there um, and then, yeah, COVID happened and yeah. I was scared shitless of COVID. Like at first, especially like was scared to breathe the air outside. Like it was on a whole other For level sure, of fear. Yeah. And so, I mean, my bosses did shut down and they each were kind of like, well, whoever's comfortable come basically. Mm -hmm. And I just wasn't at that point yet. Yeah. And I pursued, um, candles. It was during the springtime that COVID hit and, I was like, I'll sell some, yeah, you know, but and like so crazy. Maybe I can pay a bill or two and kind of be a little bit at ease with this. Yeah. Um, plus, people were able to file for unemployment, so mm -hmm. it was kind of like I'll see what happens with the candles, mm -hmm. and at the worst, I can collect unemployment. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, I to my surprise, I made a few batches and mm -hmm. like ripped right off the shelf yeah and then i made more and then i made more and they just kept selling they would not stop selling out and i was like so oh, crazy it makes sense though yeah. people are stuck at home like lonely depressed like you want some i don't know this the the scent of the yeah. candle it's nostalgic or, or like working places. from home too like if i work from home i literally have to have a candle lit next yeah. to me there's like a psychology behind it or something yeah i, I forget what it is but okay I'll have to i saw a tiktok up. about that actually oh really yeah you should send if you come across it send yeah it to me. that's really interesting yeah. um but yeah people were loving it and um i was getting custom orders it was just really awesome and i i had the thought like hey maybe 
I don't have to go back to dog grooming because as I am, and it's not to say like, I don't know how else to put this, but when you're going through a really hard time, Mm -hmm. but you're kind of stuck in that cycle, you're kind of in survivor mode. And when I was dog grooming, it had nothing to do with like, this is like not bashing my place of work. It was just more so the high stress of mm-hmm. the job there's a lot of dogs barking as well yeah. there's just chaos a lot going on and yeah you're like but this is my job so i'm not gonna sit here and stew in how stressful it is i'm just this is my job i'm gonna go in there with my yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. and just do the thing and go home but i feel like once you're removed from like a place of i don't want to say like my job was trauma mm-hmm. but like a place of high stress high totally. energy anything like that and you have like this cool down period you kind of have the headspace at a certain point in time or like with enough distance. It can even be like a breakup too. Like you're dating someone who's really chaotic and Mm -hmm. like maybe toxic or something. And then you finally break up with them. And a month later, you're like, wow, that was actually way worse than (laughs) I realized at the time. And yeah, that's kind of where I eventually got in my head with like, wow, like that job is really hard. Like my back would hurt because I have an old back injury or like I just like, it was just really stressful yeah. and I actually thought I would miss it, but I don't miss it. And then you're looking at that and side by side, you're looking at like your sales. Yeah. And I was consistently making more money for, I can't say that I wrote this down, but if I had to guess, I probably looked at this three or four months after the shutdowns mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm consistently making more money mm-hmm. than my job. Yeah. Like triple. That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. And so there's no need for me to go back. And then I kept waiting for the consistency to die down with like making that much money. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, but next month it's going to slow down because it's summer. Mm -hmm. And like at the time, I'm like, COVID's going to end soon. Yeah. (laughs) No, no. Um, (sighs) And so I'm like, okay, then, you know, month five and six rolls around and then month seven, month eight. And then it's the holidays. It's fall. Fall is huge for candles. Yeah. And uh, winter's obviously huge because it's Christmas. It's mm-hmm. cozy, cold, and like yeah, everyone gifts, wants to like gift yeah, giving too, gift giving yeah. and stuff like that. And it never slowed down. Yeah, it's only grown every single month more and more and more. Yeah, and there's times where it kind of like has a flat line of like, okay, what I made in April, I made in in May. Yeah, but overall, like when I look at like a six month span, like the line is going up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, I'm, yeah. I am increasing the amount of customers and sales and stuff like yeah. that. So um, that's kind of like when I knew I was comfortable transitioning mm-hmm. out of my old jobs mm-hmm. is when I was consistently, I can look at the numbers and see I am consistently definitely making more money than I was making there on a very regular basis. Mm-hmm. Like it's not going down. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. I'm like, okay, it's a no brainer. I mean, it's scary because I know you can relate to this. Like my job is not a Friday, every Friday paycheck. It's all up to me. And it's kind of like, this is what's hard too. It's like your paychecks determine on your hustle. Yeah. Because like, like, cause I know you and I, and as of recently, we took like mental health breaks. Like we were both going through some like really heavy stuff. Um, and obviously like your work is affected by that. Like, Mm -hmm. because yeah, it's like the more like I've noticed this at least with my job is like especially with content creating, the more active I am on social media, the more like gigs I'll get presented and then the yes. more low key I am. Obviously, I'm not going to put effort into like my work or like, 
tagging brands or doing this and that or taking mm-hmm. photos and then it's like cool then I'm not gonna get any work for a few weeks and then like right. that means I don't get a paycheck yes. so and it's like the more you're engaging and the more you're active you just never know what person has their eyes on you in that moment and right. time so you can post something at the perfect time for this big company be like oh yeah that's right mama yeah. folk like we've been thinking of her let me reach out yeah or like the other day I had someone po- oh my gosh who was it they posted, I think, a custom candle or something like that. Or maybe it was like in a, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. And I reshared it and said, if anyone wants custom candles, reach out. And I'm like, no one's going to reach out. And I had two inquiries. Oh, my God. Yeah, one for her bridesmaids. She wants to ask them to be her Aww. bridesmaids with my candles. It's like 12 candles, but hey. Yeah. yeah. And then the other is um, in a hair salon. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like that's, yeah. and so if yeah. I had it logged on and reposted right. that, that yeah. those two opportunities yeah. would be gone. Yeah. And like every little chunk matters. So those yeah. two customers, like, you know what I mean? So, so hard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of, I mean, I am sure that makes sense, right? Like that's how yeah. I transitioned out yeah. of everything. Yeah. And- you were kind of like in a way forced to like jump into that because you had yeah. no other, which is so cool because like people's like evolving stories are all so different so it's like I kind of get like that sometimes where I'm like I just need to be forced into something like unrelated but like with pregnancy like Mm -hmm. first time becoming a mom I'm like Mm -hmm. I need to be forced to go into this or else I'm never gonna like be be brave enough to do it and so like once I accidentally got pregnant I was like okay well I guess I'm gonna be a mom (laughs) yeah look at you now It's like it's obviously not the same thing, but sometimes it is good to like have to be forced and to think quick because then we overthink our like we overthink and doubt our potential. And sometimes it's good to just like be forced to take it out of that. Yeah, definitely. And and responsibly, because like I also wanted to mention, like, if you have like a big overhead, like in terms of like your rent and your bills and your car payment and stuff like that, and like you're super passionate about photography or yeah. knitting or whatever yeah. the thing is. Yeah. Um, don't just quit your job. Yeah. <laughs> it has yeah. to make sense. And yeah. that's kind of why I was telling my story. Like it made sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, yeah, I, that's kind of that. Talk about rebranding though. Cause we yeah. were, we were working earlier today at a coffee shop and you have some new labels coming out and a new logo. Is that yeah. public news? That's fine. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> like, I I'm like care. sharing I mean, for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm, I'm redoing or I redid my label, I sh- uh, my label, my logo, um, which is kind of a big deal because yeah. I've had the same logo for, I don't know, years. Um, it was a very simple logo that I made myself out, yeah. out of like the Canva app paired with a different app. It was like the hand little hand logo came mm-hmm. from one thing and the typing was on Canva and I was just kind of fine with it. I was never in love with it, but I felt like it was fun or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I just kind of kept it. And I did try to change it not that long ago. And I was like, I don't like it. So I just kind of left it. Um, and then I recently hired a graphic designer. And like, we just couldn't really get on the same page. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was very kind about like that happening. And yeah. I ended up just being like, I can do this. Like I can, I can do my like as much as I want to hand it off to somebody yeah. else. Like I'll just it's just hard for me to work with somebody and give them a job when I'm not with them. Yeah. It's like hard online. And then I feel like you've like built a relationship with them and then you can like in the future be like, okay. And they kind of understand your style and your vibe. For sure. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so I, yeah, I ended up making a simple bold logo that just says like literally just says, Oh, soy. So cool. I love it. And the fonts just kind of funky and like, um, 
kind of wavy like yeah. i don't know it's just fun yeah. um so yeah i did my logo and then the i mean it's not like a full i mean it kind of is like a rebrand so i've always been very like kind of all over the place like i have a hard time understanding <laughs> yeah like your feet is very i know you don't like fully try to be but your feet is very like cohesive it's just mm. colorful mm -hmm. and that's the bottom line but you do it well thank you and like i've kind of bounced back and forth between like a colorful feet and it gets very um uh neutral and then mm -hmm. like it just i'm like i don't know i'm just gonna post what i'm gonna yeah. post and there's yeah. nothing wrong with that yeah. by the way there's nothing yeah. wrong with that if you just want like if you just en enjoy posting what you want to post that's totally cool um but i feel like for me as a brand i'm ready to like evolve and kind of have more of a look and a vibe and like just to be able to express myself through my candles mm -hmm. and who i am is very like um so base, I don't know how to explain this, but it's going to be just like neutrals with pops of color. Like yeah. it's just and yeah. simple. And the idea is that it fits into everybody's home mm. and it looks modern and it feels, I want it to feel, I don't want to use the word expensive, but just it's oh soy. Like, yeah. um, it's a good product and yeah. I want everything. I feel like everything about my products have been great except for my labels. And oh, I know really? it's, it's nothing that anyone sits there yeah. and, and picks apart or notices, but me as a, a business owner, I want it to fit into, a, um, you know, a local shop and like mm. the label not have oil, like has leaked on it right, and then right. air bubbles have gotten into it. And that happens a lot, honestly. Like, I bet you I can look at a label that you have and like- I'm so get... curious. Or like staring <laughs> at the staring candle at she, uh, the candle she has, the candle I have right here. <laughs> it's too far out of reach though. I know. I'm like, I want to look at it so I can kind of show you. Um, but yeah, and I am super inspired right now by wine, wine bottles, like mm -hmm. wine- labels i yeah. should say i love the look and feel i almost hired a really expensive graphic designer who designs like wine bottle mm -hmm. um like for wine brands or whatever yeah. and um i looked into hiring her like a year ago mm -hmm. yeah because it's right before no not a year ago it was right before new year's it was yeah. in december um but she's just a little out of my budget right now but yeah. she's done stuff for like whole foods and like just yeah. big big brands yeah um so yeah uh so yeah i just kind of put that away and i would hire her in the future like if oh soy like it's really like not i never want it to get like massive but you know what i mean mm -hmm. if it grows even more like i would love to have her do my graphics um but yeah i love the wine bottle look and feel i love that it like gives you like i don't know it's just like a textured like the labels are going to be textured and like a natural kind of paper so i'm not like putting a color in myself it's just kind of like an off-white color mm -hmm. and they just have a feel i want everything about the candle to be something if that yeah. makes any sense so yeah. um i'm so excited yeah i'm excited for that and i love that you brought them to daydream when we were working together because <laughs> I got to see them in person. I've only seen like screenshots of you being like, do you like this or this and that? But yeah. it's fun to see it. Also, yeah. Justine, can I share about the candle? Oh, yeah. Yeah, go for it. Justine made a candle inspired by me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm glad that you're – I mean, it's – not that you would be like, huh, okay. No. Yeah, like, no, whatever, I think but, that's so yeah. – it literally means the world to me that you did Aww. that. And I know you have one like inspired by your mom and stuff too. It's not like just me. But um, I honestly think it's going to do really well between – 
And maybe after this episode, people will like feel if you haven't bought a candle from Justine yet, you should. And I promise we're not recording this <laughs> for sales. Like I need sales. Yeah, this, this is not a sponsor. This is not sponsored by Ozoi. <laughs> but um, I think like I don't think people know this that you're literally a one woman show. You yeah. do everything. Like even you're saying right now, like your logo. Like it didn't work out with two other graphic designers, and you ended up creating it on your own. Like you are literally in your garage before is your storage unit and cracking these out and it's like i know it's a lot of work i've seen you in on like candle mode and it's like the amount of work is like very like meticulous like you have to like very detailed it's science it's chemistry you have to like keep an eye on the temperature or else the wax will it doesn't bind yeah Yeah. i'm like i don't know what it does but it does something (laughs) (laughs) so um yeah i think it's like really sweet that you like named a candle after me and hopefully like if, if my audience is listening to this, like, I strongly encourage you guys to buy one of the candles she made. For, what's it called? La, La Playa El Sol? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't say yeah. it with such a great accent. No, but, it's okay. It's okay. Um, but yeah, it's the, the sun and, and the beach, and basically. The, yeah, yeah. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. The sun and the beach. And the, or the beach the and the sun. Oh, the beach yeah, and yeah, the sun. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. No, it's El okay. Sol is the sun. Um, but yeah, it's, it's dedicated to you. I know. So and exciting. yeah, it smells freaking amazing, too. It it's, smells great. It's not like a cheesy beach candle no because like a lot of like i mean this is more if i'm scrolling like scrolling oh my god if i'm walking around tj maxx if i'm scrolling Scrolling. um but you know you'll you'll find like those like cheesy beachy candles that That are literally kind of supposed to smell like the beach yeah or like smell like too coconutty and you're just like what is this but the one you made is like it's just so good and perfect like Oh, thank you. I can't wait to buy it. Yeah, it yeah. smells very like, um, I don't know what other word, but I mean, like luxurious, but it feels, smells very like, um, it smells expensive and like yeah. very just like, I don't know, super unique. And the notes in, in her candle are sandalwood, um, mandarin and plum. Yes. So it's very, it's just very different. Yeah. But like you will like it. Like yes. there's nobody who's going to smell this candle and not like it. It's yeah. just like, it's really great. Yeah. And that's kind of, oh, also speaking of rebranding, like part of the rebrand, I've been stubborn about this for so long, um, but I used to enjoy the plethora of blends. Like literally I had like 20 something different blends for Christmas, not last oh, year, yeah. but the one before. Yeah. And then for this past Christmas, I think it was 19. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, um, like spring was like, I think there were 14 or 15 different blends. And I, that creates chaos for me mm-hmm. because I can't fully focus on each blend mm-hmm. um, in every like aspect, like promoting it, talking about it, mm-hmm. explaining it. Mm-hmm. Um, and also blend, like actually blending it and perfecting the smell because I have so many more to make. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, here's number one. I got 18 more to make Mm -hmm. so it's not that i ever have like half assed anything it's just like i feel like it could be better and so what i decided to do was to kind of scale down um and instead of doing all those blends i'm like for summer and this also ties in like my mental health and Mm -hmm. the move Mm -hmm. like i wanted to make the summer launch as amazing but also Mm -hmm. as simple as possible Mm -hmm. and I kid you not, I've, I feel like I've never been able to say, like, fully say this with confidence, which I don't know if it sounds bad, but every blend in the summer launch mm-hmm. is 
phenomenal yeah like it's super I'm good so exciting <laughs> thank you thank uh, you and to just like go ahead or go ahead be able to <laughs> make any sense be able to go in my my garage and like i have my my shelf with all my stock mm-hmm. on it and just smell each one and be like oh i nailed it oh, oh i nailed it and just like go down like these are all so good um the I know, s'mores I, one oh you didn't come inside I didn't, earlier i know to smell i i was supposed to i know i was literally like because when are you launching Friday? No. Um, I unfortunately don't think I'll be able to launch this Friday because I sent all the labels off to the printer today, but they yeah. have closed. Um, most likely it's such a late summer launch, but um, at the latest June 24th, I would like to have them launch this Friday, yeah. June 17th, but I just don't see that being a reality. So yeah. sometime between the 17th and the 24th, I could even launch midweek or early. Like there's no rules. That's the thing. Yeah. That's like that's ideally, nice. yeah, you launch on a Friday because it's payday. It gives people time. Oh, I didn't like, even think about that. Yeah. But um, if I have to launch on a Tuesday, I'll launch on a Tuesday. Like I get yeah. to do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. You know, that's what's cool <laughs> about the whole thing. So yeah. Um, yeah, so that's part of the rebrand too is to simplify. Yeah. And then like, you know, maybe when retailers are like for it makes wholesale easier for me too because mm-hmm. I'm not like, "Hey, here's this list of 20 things yeah. you can get. Yeah. Here's a list of eight things. This is what I offer. Yeah. If you have any questions, I can like answer I feel them." Like more simple thoroughly. is the way. Like even like stupid, but in and out. Like such a simple <laughs> menu, but it's yeah. like so successful because like people go back to it because it's consistent and there aren't a lot of options and it's like easy, you know. Yeah, and I so. feel like it creates like steady flow for the business too totally so yeah i'm really excited for that um glad i scaled down i had it's been suggested to me in the past too from like another candle maker friend i have um she's like you should like and i'm like no like at the time like no i like doing the jillian blends and now i'm like oh this is like kind of what because that's what she does yeah and it works well for her so i'm like okay i kind of get it now yeah um so yeah i'm excited for that and like yeah yeah, I just I couldn't be more excited. So it makes me look forward to fall. I already kind of started brainstorming for fall yesterday. Yay. Yeah. Dude, I'm so excited for fall. Well, yeah. not for the season because, you know, I'm a you, summer yeah, girl. Yeah, she's but... like anti like gloom. Um, I like all <laughs> but the I seasons. Like, but we're in California. I'm we like October's like, like the hottest month. Here, but <laughs> so I guess it's still summer for me. Yeah. But I like like the fall scents a lot. I do. So too. they're so like just warm and cozy and sometimes like nostalgic so yeah i'm gonna have a hard time narrowing down the eight blends for fall i might do 10 but i really <laughs> i will i my goal is to do eight because of okay. how this is showing me how simple it can yeah. be and how much easier i can make my mm-hmm. life so it's just going to be really hard for me to scale yeah. down the eight blends for fall because yeah. there's like um uh campfire coffee for fall and then there's coffee house for fall but then there's um abuelita's uh yeah Mm -hmm. and those are all similar in a way totally yeah so i'm gonna have to like pick and choose yeah and then there's you know all the other fall blends too so um so cool yeah i think that kind of goes over everything i'm hoping to make the website look um a lot more simple and kind of reflect the vibe of the labels and val is has offered um to help me with photos too which is really sweet of her so um yeah. hopefully we can find time before like i don't know whatever i'm we'll, sure we we'll will talk about it yeah um, but yeah and i kind of want to go we didn't finish talking about this because we we're memoing and i don't know if this is like weird to ask you right now but <laughs> i was talking about going digital um, oh. and using your di- oh, <laughs> oh my gosh are you okay? my spit <laughs> <off her face. laughs> um I don't know. Um, what are your thoughts on like doing so digital? So I did memo you back about this. Oh, you did? I did, you little brat. Okay, Wait, so. I listened to all your stuff. Uh, you Apparently didn't listen not. To this one. Maybe you did and it'll come back to you. But what I was saying was I'm 
more than happy to shoot digital. It is not an issue for me. Okay. Um, but it will be harder and more work to get the photos to you okay. because I shoot raw. So I'll have to like kind of compress them to like a lower size to be able to send them. What if I just come over and you just like put it into my laptop? Yeah, we can do it. They'll be raw though if yeah, that's fine. That's okay. What you, you gave me last time. For oh, the, like, got it. Okay. The photos you took of me. And then the next thing that I was going to say was um, – with like if you care about this but like with instagram feeds um it in my opinion it kind of looks messy if you see a mix of digital and iphone okay and um because digital is like the the what am i trying to say the format is like so perfect mm-hmm. that it like looks it weird. Stands out. It yeah. stands out and you're gonna be able to notice that like first glance when you're looking at those at those digital photos mixed with like iPhone photos. Okay. And I don't know if that, if that's gonna like bother you to see like a mix of like super perfect like digital photo. It just it's a completely different vibe. I totally understand. It's just like when people do like uh, portrait mode and then some are on portrait mode on their yeah. feed and like it's, yeah. it's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But yeah, yeah it definitely kind of throws off the, the yeah. consistency of like your feed. Because so. like the only digital I mean a lot of people unless they're like wedding photographers don't really shoot digital anymore. Mm-hmm. It's either just like iPhone because everyone wants real authentic and like you're not trying hard that's yeah. what people want right now which yeah. is funny because it's like you're trying hard to not look try or <laughs> to look like you're wait what am i saying you're trying hard to not look like you try hard and right. you still look like you're trying hard but right. um so people like want like raw and like authentic and like effortless i guess is a better word yes and so a lot of people are going away from digital Okay. Right. So if you the only digital feeds that I know on Instagram are literally wedding photographers and okay. that's it. Yeah, so we don't have to do it. I it's just totally like, up oh, to you though. Thought. Or like if you just wanted digital for your website. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, that's kind of and I was like, we'll just talk about this later. Okay. I feel like we could talk about this for like ten or fifteen yeah, minutes. Yeah. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Okay. Okay. <laughs> We're like having this discussion so right funny. now. I know. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um. But yeah. So I think that kind of like covers everything with me and like my rebrand and how I transitioned out of my old jobs yeah. and like stuff like that. So do you have any other questions or like um, it's fine if you don't? I do. Okay. I want to know three words that you would describe yourself, I guess, with your rebrand because things are changing. What are three words that describe your brand? Oh, okay. Um, clean. Mm-hmm. Um, minimal. Mm-hmm. I don't like min. It's not like minimalist. It's just like I'm. I don't think. I think I'm gonna be straying away from like. Not that dye is like bad for candles, mm. but like just uncolored, like just mi- minimal. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um. And then third one would probably be quality. Like mm. I know that's such a typical like is quality. No, yeah. it really is yeah. quality. Yeah. Yeah. So like um. What what was it? What <laughs> the three words? Clean. Oh, clean, minimal, and quality. And quality. Yeah. 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 So yeah, and the the clean is that they're safe. Yeah. And the minimal is that it could fit into anybody's home while having minimal ingredients. And um, the the last one, what is it? Uh, quality. Why is, <laughs> why is my brain like that? I'm just like goldfish blank. It's like <laughs> what memory wiped. Um, yeah, uh. and just like great quality, and from start to finish, because it's 
again it's all the labels have always bothered me yeah um so i'm excited to like it's more expensive but um yeah yeah, i'm excited for these labels to come in can i give you three words that i think of yeah that'd be fun yeah go for it uh luxury um and not in a way where it's like bougie like unattainable yeah, yeah it's like like a luxury that I want to treat myself with or like treat others with. Like I really think gift giving candles to my friends and family are like the best gift that I can give because it's just like, it's, it's just not only handmade, but Mm. like I know how much work you put into it. So I feel like it's like a luxury. Yeah. Um, blood, sweat and tears in your candles. Yes. Uh, okay. So luxury, I think experience, which we were kind of talking about this well, maybe you didn't listen to my voice oh memo. My but I was saying how um <laughs> I you know how like certain smells take you back to like a nostalgic time or an experience. Yeah. I think that's why smells, especially candles, are so cool. Like even with like certain perfumes, sometimes I like immediately get like a flashback to things. Yes. So like I think candles are cool, like with some of your scents, I like obviously think of fall or mm-hmm. I like associate like a season or whatever. So luxury experience. And I would say clean too. Like the look of it is very like clean. I don't want to say simple because that. It makes it sound like kind of boring. boring. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just like clean, easy. It's like so clean that it's diverse. Like what you were saying, like it would fit in anyone's home. You could see it in any type of store. Right. Or like coffee shop if you like are going that route so yeah so oh, my three so words cool. for you yeah. and my hope with like the new logo too because i think it's like ooh, boom that's oh soy and you can see that it says oh soy mm-hmm. it's very bold and thick yeah. and like um it's like oh yeah that's it's oh soy so like i feel like yeah. from across the room you'll be able to like oh that's an oh soy candle yeah even yeah. though the label's so simple yeah um and then, sorry, one more thing on the nostalgia note. Um, I think it's cool that you said, like, you know, the smells can be very nostalgic for you because that's kind of what the summer line is all about. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the entire vibe of the whole thing is um, fun. It's, like, fun, flirty, and nostalgic. Yeah. Um, and, like, my girlfriend blend, it's called Girlfriend. Um, it's the same as my Galentine candle. Yeah. It reminds me, and not in a tacky way, but of a – like a luxe like version of like lip smackers chapstick. Yes. I'm almost hesitant yeah, to say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But it's like a strawberry, uh, mango, guava, and passion fruit. Those are the notes in it. Yeah. And so yeah, it t- personally I've had so many people say it takes them right back to that too. Yeah. Um, and then like another blend um that I'm doing is a s'mores blend. And I was just thinking about like I don't know, being a child and like, I know not everybody, but I feel like the average person has um, some form or some type of memory like around s'mores, like being a kid and like having a campfire and just melting gooey marshmallows and placing them with chocolate and graham crackers, whether it's with like friends or family or summer camp or Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts or whatever. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I have a s'mores blend in there. It smells like cocoa bean. Uh, marshmallow and like smoke it's it's love that. that one I'm so pr- I'm really proud of that one too so I'm excited because anyway. my bucket list for the summer this year is to have um to do like a s'mores night on the beach because oh we gosh. haven't done that with Hendrix that's so cute and he it would that. be so fun he so would like be so into it yeah 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 it'd be kind of cool to like I forgot who asked oh I think my friend Sally was asking Hendrix like about s'more someone I don't remember but mm. someone was asking him about s'mores and he's okay. like oh I don't know what that is oh. and I was like oh my gosh I we f- have to show him yeah, I know see? like that's what yeah. I mean by that yeah. blend it's like yeah. s'mores is like an iconic 
like summer thing to do. Yeah. yeah. And then I have surf wax in there. I know that's nostalgic Ugh, for some people. And yeah. It smells like coconut. Um, what is the other note? It's coconut, banana, and Ooh. Uh, something. Oh, brown sugar. Yeah. But it's mainly like coconut. Smells like surf wax. So I feel like that dudes are gonna like that. Like chicks are gonna like it. Yes. Like it just smells like yeah, surf wax. I don't know. I'm so like, excited. I'm excited for this. So there's just like a few oh teasers gosh. on all like some of the you know the eight blends that are yeah. coming out. They're all freaking legit so i'm excited i need to come over and smell yeah them. please do yes have a sniffing party yes. oh yes oh my gosh <laughs> um okay well i can go into mine because my story is like completely different oh <laughs> yeah i'm and i'm that's that's what's fun and exciting um because you know there's you and me and then there's all the people listening that might happen to be entrepreneurs too mm-hmm. and like all of our st- like none of our stories can like we can't give advice necessarily to people mm-hmm. because like their story and their like adventure with their business and mm-hmm. like what they do is so different from each other. Like I can't give you advice right. on like what I, you can probably apply some of the things yeah. I did or apply some of the things that you're about to talk about yeah. Um, to like, anyways, I don't know if yeah. that makes sense, but yeah. it's just fun to hear everyone's story. Yeah. So, yeah. So, well, cause I feel like I do this once a month, like the questions, like ask me anything yeah. just for like, I don't know. I just I really don't like to be misunderstood. So I like like to give people a chance to ask me questions to hopefully provide any clarification or any assumptions uh-huh. um, that they might have. So with that, I get a lot of questions from people asking me like about film or like how'd you start photography or like how'd you start content creating? And I feel like my foot is in so many different pools and like overall it's like fun. Like mm-hmm. But I I don't know. So anyways, okay. I shared in our business episode about how I started my career with photography. I took a film class in college, long story short. Um, I loved it, got to develop my own film, which was cool. And then I ended up failing the class, which it wasn't because I wasn't good at it. It was because I literally don't show up to the final because that week of finals like was the week where I was getting a lot of stuff for our wedding done and I was like oh. I'm about to freaking get married and move across the country I'm sorry I can't show up to this final so yeah. I just like failed <laughs> oh my gosh but I like to throw that out there because I was like actually bad but it is like a funny story to be like oh yeah I filled my photo class and yeah. now I'm a photographer but um I obviously started my business when we moved and by then I had already been shooting things it was just more like I didn't think I could do it as a career. I, my parents, I don't know if it's because they're like immigrants or something, but they have always taught me like you go to school. That's what we worked hard for. Like you have to do it this way. And so I was like really afraid to tell them that I wasn't going to go back to school after we got married. And surprisingly, they were like very supportive. Um, I think it helped that I moved far away because they like couldn't really tell me anything anymore. Yeah. Um, And then my mom's respect for me went up when I had a wedding in Peru that she came to with wait came to with me does that make sense came wait came with she came with me too oh wow <laughs> like, that's hard. I think came with me like too brain right <laughs> we've now. been working all day okay. yeah. um anyway she came to this wedding i was shooting and i think that that was like it was maybe like year three or four of my photo business and did she like go with you to the wedding and watch you in action or, yeah oh, yeah cool. and yeah, she yeah. was like whoa I have so much respect for you and I was like thank you because <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't want people to think like it's easy it's just you like, just show yeah. up and take photos and boom it's like fun it, uh, it obviously is fun but anyways um so I 
I love obviously shooting because I feel like this is how my brain works. I have a vision and then I have to get it out. Yeah. And that's why film has been really fun. So anyways, I fell into the wedding industry, which was very fun. And there till this day, there is room for people. There's so much room for everyone because mm-hmm. like a lot of like the big photographers that were like becoming huge while my career was taking off too, like now they're all in the same season as me. Like they're all moms and like they're just not oh. either able to to take on as many weddings or, or they don't burnt want out. to yeah. or they're burnt out like 10 years is a long time so it, i feel like i'm seeing like a wave of like og photographers like kind of like sizzling down and then now i'm seeing all these like baby photographers like coming up which honestly is like so cool like that's what my intern does too like she's yeah. like newer to it and just like wants to learn and work as much right now because she's like in that season of life and it's like so cool because she like reminds me like her drive reminds me so much of myself when I was like I mean I was younger when I started but like not that she's that much younger than me but anyways um so I had been shooting weddings for a long time and I don't know I feel like so I started my personal account which I shared about in that business episode too so that I could like I just wanted to share more like mom related things and I wanted to like keep the two separate. Also like what I was saying with like digital and iPhone Instagram feeds, like it was driving me crazy to have some digital and then some iPhone. Then I felt like I had to edit all my photos and I was like, oh my gosh, I don't want it to be this complicated thing. So I split off so that I could just like have the freedom to post whatever I wanted aside from like weddings. Right. And um, I randomly like, I, I think my name was already involved with certain brands because certain brands hired me to like photograph their lines Mm -hmm. so like they already knew as a photographer and then like little by little I think they were like oh like she has cute kids or at the time it was just Hendrix like cute style cute kid whatever whatever they were thinking I think that was when they were like wait do you think you can model for us do you think you could like post this on Instagram and blah blah blah." right and I was like oh yeah I didn't think anything of it and I I don't think influencing then was as hot as it is now. Right. Um, or as paid for, right? Or as paid for. Or like yeah. free product. In yes. Exchange in exchange. For. And that was exciting. I'm like, oh my gosh, free stuff. Yeah. And then I feel like, so 2020 for sure, which is so funny because both of our career shifts happened during COVID. Like COVID was what was like kind of mm-hmm. like brought that out. But um you know, with like the death of like George Floyd and a lot of brands recognizing like, oh, we're not diverse. That was when I started getting like flooded with things. Mm. I feel like I'm repeating. I feel like I've already talked about this, but whatever. It's like part of my story. No, it's fine. Um, And so that was when I really started getting a lot of – and that was so like needed like for companies to recognize like, oh, shoot, we're not paying our like content creators or influencers – who are colored people at all. Like, and at that point, I was so proud of myself because I was already following the little pool of like influencers and content creators that there were that were black and Latina. Mm -hmm. I was already following them and had relationships with them. And I was like, okay, I like felt so proud of myself. But then like when you're talking about the super famous ones, like, yes, they all have like blonde hair, blue eyes, and like have the perfect body and this and that, the perfect life. Like that was what was – crazy about Instagram literally five years ago is about curating your life to look a certain way. And right. now it's like effortless is in and I love that. Mm-hmm. And so, um, Can I ask you a question. Yeah. Um, like on behalf of like, um, you know, being a person of color and like those brands, like reaching out to you after 
um, you know, all that stuff happen um, in order to like make an effort to be more inclusive? Mm. Like, did you ever have mixed feelings about like, I'm not putting words in anyone's mm-hmm. mouth, but just like them essentially using you as a person of color mm-hmm. to look inclusive because like, I don't see it that way, but I'm yeah. not, I, I technically am half colored, but I don't, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. That doesn't yeah. matter. I'm asking you because yeah. you definitely look brown. Yeah. And like, does that question yeah. make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I definitely think you can get a vibe from like the company. So any company that reaches out to me, I do very extensive research on them Yeah, because I, for one, want to make sure I'm working with companies that I truly believe in. I'm not going to like just promote, just promote things to like my audience and like make, and also I'm just really passionate about sustainable. Like you don't need a lot. So I don't want people to feel like they're buying a ton of things they don't need. But, Mm. um, so I think to answer your question, I do a lot of research and I feel like you can just get the vibe of like, of like, okay, are you using me to like, for like your token colored person or I don't know. So I have like with some companies I have been like, my gut feels kind of weird about this. I'm not going to take it. So is that the red flag? It's like, okay, your feed has like just this look to it, the certain type of person. And And, like the people commenting on it, like the, the audience that is engaging with that account too. Okay. So, um, yeah, there's like a few companies that uh like Girlfriend, we've we've mm-hmm. talked about Girlfriend before. They're like amazing. they're amazing and they're very inclusive, which I love. And they've been that way from the beginning. And Shopark, um, is that who you see? And Shop I love Shopark so much. Yeah. They're even including like older people, which I love. Yeah. I'm like And so is You Swim. You they've Swim got, too. Like, yes. Women, younger women, like You Swim literally and- started because they wanted to like they're literally their brand is like diversity aside from like ethnicity but like yeah body type like we yeah. want one bathing suit to fit all kinds of different bodies so yeah. um yeah so you can get a feel based off like the audience and if you kind of like dig back to like their old photos before 2020 like yeah. you can see like okay um but that's not necessarily a bad thing right because like yeah i people learn and grow right people so. are learning and growing and that's the thing like i could be mad about and be like oh you're just using me but i'm also like you know what at least you're trying yeah so and i think that that's good like better now than never so um my exact thoughts yeah um, because i've heard of people being a little bit upset about it's like oh well now you want to be inclusive but and i don't want to step on toes by saying this because again i don't really pass as colored i don't know i don't know what i pass as but like um i'm just thinking like well yeah that it sucks that like yeah. yeah you can scroll back and it's just like blonde hair blue eye and i remember you showing me a feed of a brand i don't remember who it was i wouldn't say it anyway but like it was just like i'm like whoa where's like there's not a single colored <laughs> mm-hmm. person in this like that's so interesting and yeah. it was like makeup or something and yeah um i just feel like it's better late than never like i don't yeah. know i mean they have to make that change at some point yeah so and I and know. i think a huge thing is like the transparency that brands put out there too like um certain brands will like show their staff and like you could see like how diverse it is like yeah. the employees that work for them and yeah. i think that that is so cool yeah. like i respect that so much um, I mean, even with this like video project that I, I haven't even shared about this publicly, but the video project that I, uh, hi- the videographer that I hired for the Moms on Film project I wanted to work on, yeah. I asked a long time ago for uh, videographer recommendations and everyone was like, 
like white, which is fine. But like for me, because of like my heart behind moms on film and like the vision and my goals, like I was like, I need like an ethically ambiguous person. And it's what's sad was that was like really hard to find. I could only think of two. And I ended up asking like the perfect person who like nailed my vision. And like, mm-hmm. we had such a cool talk during our shoot. We had like a dinner break in between. And we just had such a cool talk about like cultures and like how cultural trauma plays such a role in like your family dynamic. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is what's so important to me. Like even though she's not on my quote team, like she is someone that I paid to do a a very special project for me. And Mm -hmm. like it was just very meaningful for both of us to have something for someone from like a different culture. So with that to say, sorry, we kind of got off track, but I think it's like the transparency of like, this is who we have on our team and like, you know, so anyways, um, so I, I feel like my content creating and also I want to clarify, I don't like to call myself an influencer. I don't like to be called an influencer. I like to be a content creator (laughs) because I get hired by companies to create content for them where influencing is more like use my code for everything, which I kind of started off that way. But Mm -hmm. then it was like way too overwhelming for me. And I was like, I don't want, I I could care less about sales. I'm not like a commission type of person. Like, like I think of like car salespeople who are like, mention my name and use this. And I'm like, I don't care enough. Like, yeah, I would. So the sorry, I just want to make sure I understand. Yeah. So the difference is like um when you're influencing, you're like, hey, this is what I love and this is what I use. And like if you want to try it too, here's my code. And yes. then you kind of get a yeah. commission. So I feel like that could, I mean, not I can't speak for everybody, but that could push some people to kind of become like a salesperson and yeah. not like maybe that kind of sounds exhausting. Like yeah. you want to constantly be posting about a curling iron or something like yeah, that. that you lo- like, if you're yeah, because you love it. Yeah, because but- if you're getting commission from that brand, you have to keep like pimping yourself out for them. Yeah. And so I st- I started recognizing how overwhelming that was starting to feel. And there are only a few companies where I do have a code and it's literally because I use their products all the time or because like – I know my family and friends like want to save a deal. And so they're like, okay, I'm going to use this. Yeah. Like, and I've code. given you a code before too. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. To like give out to some of your followers. Yes. Um, just be, just to like have them try it for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but she didn't ask me to give her a commission. <laughs> no, I was so like, funny. I'm like, yeah, you're like, no, I need I 25% of all sales. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, no. Okay. So I, yeah. I actually never, knew that there was a difference so that's nice that you spelled that out yes so like with content creating it's like a company will be like hey can you make a reel or like can you take five photos for us and there's even like different quotes on how they pay you like they basically pay you like you can get double the money if like they want it to be posted on their on your own instagram feed but a lot of the times they'll be like we literally just need you to take photos and like mm. send it to us. And it's like kind of crazy that that is like my how job right now, is, yeah. how simple it is. But yeah. like um, it is like companies that I genuinely believe in and love. I like never want to come off as like what's the opposite of authentic in inauthentic, unauthentic, unauthentic. Un- <laughs> we're dumb. We're, we're we so know. dumb. Like literally we don't know. <laughs> but like I also want to kind of backtrack on like mm. I'm not saying what you do is simple because it's not always simple. Yeah. It's like you do have to coordinate like certain like let's say it's a reels video certain yeah. day to do it or if you need the kids or if you don't need the yeah. kids or if you have a location yeah. in mind. So it's not I'm not saying what she does is easy. Right. Yeah. But sometimes yeah. it is. Yeah. 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 Because it's like 
dealing with the emails is probably the hardest part for me right now. Mm -hmm. And then like having deadlines like really stresses me out. Yeah. And then like there are only certain times of the day when I can shoot a certain thing. So like we literally have to go over a week and I have to like schedule it. Like, okay, on this day, we're going to like have to shoot this. And like sometimes I even feel conflicted with that because I never want it to be like I just don't want it to be like such a job. You know what I mean? Like I obviously want to treat it as a job. Like I want to give it my all, but I don't want to like have to schedule my life around this. So I try to think of like, okay, what are fun if the kids are involved? What are fun family outings that we can do that's going to like involve the kids and be a fun experience for everyone so that it's not about like, let's throw the kids in the car and like go and shoot this real quick and then come home and then that's it. Like I'm like, let's make it like a beach day. Like let's bring – this stuff to the beach, go for a walk and then take a few pics or a few videos, whatever the work is. Mm-hmm. And then when we're done, like put phones away and then just like hang out for the rest of the night. Cause right. I just like, I love that. And I just have like, now that Hendrix is getting older too, like I just want to respect like my kids privacy and which is why like you don't mm-hmm. see a lot of Hendrix on the feed. Cause I'm just like, I want to protect his privacy. I don't want him to feel like his life is a show like I don't want him to have imposter syndrome as he gets older and like he's not really you know him he's not a kid that's like everyone look at me like I'm the star of the show like he's just more like I don't know just like one-on-one and sensitive and calmer and so like I just don't want him to feel like he has to perform in -hmm. front of the camera and so like anytime I shoot with him I literally ask for his consent like is this okay and he'll tell me like yes and if he says no then I have to like figure it out and be like okay that's fine like yeah because imagine if he was like grumpy or emotional about mm -hmm. something but you really needed to get that like video of you guys at the ice cream stand like ordering ice cream but he had just been crying like can you imagine putting that pressure on him of like just wipe the tears real quick because i really need yeah i need this photo i need this video yeah Yeah. so really like thoughtful yeah and we try to to like like if zach is shooting us i try to make it more like the kids and I are already doing something and you're just like shooting like candid candid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just to like also respect that part of it. I don't know. I just, I don't want to like bash on anyone or who does this because like everyone can have like different thoughts and feelings on this. But like, Mm -hmm. I just like, like some of those like young kids whose parents are like mega influencers, like in the millions and have a YouTube channel and this Mm -hmm. and that. And it's like, then they're, their little kids literally have their own Instagram accounts. And I'm yeah. just like, there isn't research on how that affects kids as they get older. So like, yeah, cause it hasn't, happened it hasn't yet. happened. So yeah. I'm very curious and like very sad to see how that does affect them. So I'm just trying to be proactive. And, um, this kind of like goes along too with like why I'm stopping weddings, but like, brands at least the ones I've worked with have respected my role as a mom first like if I like take forever to email them back and I'm like I'm so sorry like or if I go past a deadline where I didn't get the content that they needed at a deliverable time like they're always like it's okay like your family comes first which like that has been so eye-opening for me versus like shooting weddings because like shooting weddings you are a hired vendor Mm -hmm. and like it's all I've I've gotten to work with amazing amazing people but it like sometimes the experiences that I've had they like forget that I'm a person and forget that I have a family and like that comes first and like expect a lot and I'm just like I cannot give myself to you in that way Mm -hmm. and so 
that's what's been eye-opening to me um, is like the difference in like work relationships and how I get treated. Like one industry I get treated as like the help almost and then the mm-hmm. second industry is like – I don't know. I'm like treated with more respect in a weird way. It's very interesting. So right. when I saw um, – I mean I've been over – like I don't want to say wedding photography but just like that industry for like two years now because I just and back to the talk we were having at the spectrum when I was like first like verbally processing this like outside of like my home and outside of like my marriage like with a friend who like knows me well which is you and then I ended up talking to Chloe after that too I was just kind of trying to get a feel and I'm like oh my gosh this feels so weird because this has been my identity for like the past like 10 years or whatever and so um I just like – I was just noticing that like the flexibility with content creating is so different than like wedding photography. Like I am tired of being gone every weekend. Like I miss out on so much life because all of my – the rest of my friends work nine to fives during the week. So like when do I get to see them? You know, it's like Mm. I miss out on a lot of events, a lot of like church events I wish I could go to, a lot of like service project stuff, which is something that we want to like – do more with the kids we've already kind of been doing like service projects but like doing like a street cleanup and like including the kids and that and it's like most of those things are Saturday mornings I can't do that on a Saturday morning because I'm like eating my breakfast and getting myself ready for a wedding so yeah and I bet too like sorry to interrupt you but like weddings are scheduled so far in advance obviously and that's Mm -hmm. like their big day yeah and if you get sick I I can't take a sick. That is what's absolutely crazy. The only time I called off a wedding was when I got COVID. Yeah, and that's if you're like gastritis. Yes, yeah. There's just no like flexibility there for you. You can't say, "Hey, can we just do it Sunday?" Yes, like you literally can't. That's what's that was like my second thing. So like the first biggest thing was time. Like I just miss my time with my family, my friends. The second thing was like the pressure that it was putting on my body and like on my mental health to have to like show up. It was just – and to like deal with like a bunch of different personalities day of and to like predict like how are they going to feel if I say or do this and like – like weddings literally bring out the worst in people. So like having to like navigate a ton of different personalities and like trying to keep the peace between everyone and that's been Mm -hmm. really hard and I'm like – I'm like, like each time that I do them, I'm like, this is so much on my body and like my stress levels. My like Lord, I can't yeah. do that. Like I literally have given myself gastritis because of like the anxiety that I've been experiencing from weddings. Like yeah. it's just like – and it sucks because I love the people so much that I get to work with. Like the elopement that I had in Mammoth like two weeks ago like was just – and that was different because it's an elopement. So it's like less stress. Obviously, it was literally me, the two brides, and then the officiant. But uh-huh. – um. I just like felt – I don't know. I'm like, this is someone's wedding day. Like that is so crazy to me. And so um, I'm I'm finishing the year strong. Like I want to give it my all. And it's – I almost have more endurance because I know that there's an end to us versus like, okay, I'm going into busy season. Like, yeah. you know, I feel like I'm like more excited. So the second reason is like my the, – the pressure that weddings put on you. And then the third thing is like my creativity. Like I just feel like I haven't been able to like create for myself. And like there there are two types of photographers I'm noticing in the industry. And one is like 
the business side of it. They're really good with people. They're really good with business and being an entrepreneur. And then there's a whole other side to photographers, which I lean more into where it's like, I just love connecting with people and I love like building relationships and like I love making art and I feel like I've been lacking in the making art for so long. Like I feel like my inner artist has been like struggling. So um, that's why Moms on Film has been really cool for me because it's been – obviously that's less pressure first off versus like a wedding and it's on film. I don't have to edit it. I literally show up and then get the photos developed and then that's it. And then like a huge part that's been fun is like each client has been trusting me to like be as creative as I want. Like they're literally hiring me because of my creativity and not because they need someone who's like good on a wedding day. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, you get to focus. I feel like more on the creativity because like you can only control so much on the wedding because they have their wedding dress picked out and they have like they have everything, everything. picked out. Yeah, yeah I have no say in have anything. Squeeze your creative yep. re- creativity into yeah. that, and yeah, I feel like you have so much more control and like mm-hmm. say in like how your shoots go with moms on film. Like, don't yeah. you even provide like clothes sometimes yeah 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 i or you give them direction on like uh hey if you have this color with yes yeah i get to be a part of the process yeah which i love because i'm really passionate about like styling yeah and i even for a hot second was like well maybe i could just like do styling and not like photography but i if there's any stylists out there that like know how to like I don't know. Get make, into that? Yeah. yeah or like get I could see a consistent that. gig. I, I love styling, you know? Yeah. So it's like fun because I, I get to exercise that with like moms on film. And like that's just the season that I'm at in life right now. Like when I started – when I first became a wedding photographer, I was newly married. So like that was like the season mm-hmm. I was in. And now like I've grown and I'm in a season of like family and like cherishing that time. And you were the one that pointed this out to me when we – when I, again, back to that conversation at the <laughs> spectrum when we were talking about that conversation literally has like stuck with me like till this day. And I'm that was like, because <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you and Chloe both said this, like weddings are obviously important and like those photos are so meaningful to them, but like clients who hire me for like family photos or like pregnancy, like those photos are just as important to them too. And that's where I feel like I'm doing a service even though I'm like getting paid to do it. But like it just feels so good to like I I tell every client of mine, I'm like, it is an actual honor to be a part of like whatever I'm photographing. Like yeah. like you chose me. Like that's crazy to me. Yeah, so it is crazy. And yeah. like yeah, those pictures are forever and ever. They will always be looked back on and cherished. And I, this is kind of like messed up to say, but I'm just going to say it. Like say sometimes it. people get divorced. Yeah. That's not funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying, but like the pregnancy, like you can't not look back on those mm. photos and cherish them as like yeah. a mom. You're never going to like, I mean, you shouldn't ever hate your kid and be like, ah, I don't want to look at these anymore. But yeah. like in, this is irrelevant, but it just like, I wish I had known you when I was pregnant. I have mm. no good photos yeah. of my belly. Like I have these corny pictures of me yeah. at like a lake. They're so bad. Um, <laughs> and like just embracing, I feel like you've also probably motivated moms to embrace like the belly and mm-hmm. like to totally. show it off and yeah. bust it out and take like these close up 
photos of like how raw yeah. and gorgeous pregnancy is and yeah. motherhood is and stuff like that. Yeah. And, like, those pictures are literally, and you've done me that service too in different ways. Um, Valerie took actually took pictures, end of life photos of my my cat um, yeah. who was 22 years old and the day I was going to go put him to sleep. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I don't know if this is relevant, but just yeah. like I'm just trying to speak to like those photos will be with me yeah. literally forever. I think it's like it's your like wallpaper a, right it's now. My wall, yeah. And it's been my wallpaper. Yeah. And it's funny because I like, obviously I have my son and I mm. kind of feel guilty sometimes because <laughs> my wallpaper on my phone is like my cat that I had that, you know, it's a photo that Val took that day. Um, but then my, my <laughs> when you unlock my phone, my background is under, my son. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I can't change. I have tried to change that background and I can't do it. Yeah. So like... I can so only sweet. imagine having photos of yeah. me being pregnant or yeah. me with my my baby or whatever. Yeah. Like it, it must be that much more. Aww. And you've taken photos of yeah of like us your as family, a family. Yeah. yeah, and they're amazing. So thank you. Anyway, yeah, sorry. and I, I like that. thank you. That's so sweet. And I like my dream, which is what I'm doing, is like. I want to be like a content creator. I feel weird even saying model because like we obviously do produced shoots and like get paid to like be a model. So it's like I think I was telling you this the other day. I'm like it feels weird to say I'm I'm a model. Shut up. (laughs) But um, that's like my dream. Like I love that I get to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, But like I'm still an artist at heart and a creative person. And so like the fact that I can be in a photo niche – industry whatever that and it's different like i feel like again with wedding photographer i feel like there's room for everyone but what i'm doing i can't think of anyone else that's like doing that specifically focusing on black and brown women because that is where my heart is at Mm -hmm. because i'm doing it for the little girl that i was a long time ago that had zero representation like everything that i'm doing i'm doing i'm gonna get emotional (laughs) i'm like doing for her right now because like even seven years ago, I following like mom influencers or whatever, there weren't a ton that looked like me. Yeah. And yeah. I feel so passionate about that, which is like part of the reason I hired my videographer to do this project for me. And I'm so excited for it to go live. But I'm just like, this is my heart behind it. I want to relate. I want to connect. I want to show that like motherhood is diverse, whether that's the color of your skin or your body type or whatever. Yeah. And in like that community, there aren't a lot of Latina photographers. There aren't a lot of like Latina maternity photos. Like you just don't see it that way. And like you literally, I could bet you if you go on Pinterest right now and you type in maternity photos, I can tell you that you will see the same thing. Yeah. So um, it just feels really cool, I guess, to be like representation for that. So I don't know. It just like feels really cool to be a part of that. So um, I'm feeling really confident and comfortable in like the place that I'm in. It's hard right now because I'm in the middle of ending one career and I have to like finish out the year while balancing another career that I'm like going into. Um, But I know that there's like an end date for one. So like I it's like overwhelming now so that it's easy next year. Um, so I'm really excited to get to that point and to just like see where this goes and to keep shooting film. Um, I feel like I'm like one of the OG film photographers. Well, yeah, I mean, (laughs) 
You kind of are. I know. I'm like, it's pretty cool. But um, yeah. So anyways, and then like this podcast too, I'm like, who knows like what will happen with this? Like we started it for fun. We have no goals with this. We are just like, even if we have five listeners, we'll just see what happens. And it's just every week has just been getting better and better. So I don't know. I just feel really, I'm proud of myself for taking that leap because it was very, very hard to like not take any more weddings. Like literally last week I got an email for a wedding for next year and I'm like having to, re- I haven't responded yet, yeah. but I'm like, I have to tell them no. Yeah. Like I have to tell, and I've already done that for like other emails that I've gotten. It's like, oh, our wedding day is 2023. And I'm like, I'm Did no longer booking Did you make a TikTok weddings. about that or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I did yeah. see that. Okay, I was like, wait, yeah. that's familiar. Okay. So it just, it, <laughs> it does feel really good to say no. It makes me so sad because I'm like, but these people are probably amazing and like I I'm, know. they are I'm sure they, that they would are have, like but killed for the opportunity totally. in the past yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. so it's like yeah. I'm just really excited to see where this goes because like I said it's been it's only been getting better and better and I'm very excited and proud of myself for taking those steps and allowing myself to evolve and grow like in my head I was like I don't want people to think I've given up on something and like trying something out because it's like trendy like I'm very much about like I want to be true to myself yeah and so I don't want people the whole image conscious thing it's not because I want people to like think I'm a certain way it's because I don't want to be misunderstood no I'm sure people are like really excited to see like oh my gosh now she's doing this like that's I can't wait to see what that like journey looks like you know and like your transition into moms on film I mean you've already kind of been doing it I love honestly love looking at your posts thank on there you. they're really fun thank you yeah they're so, so fun and i love you still love looking at your i mean not that i don't anymore but like your wedding photos mm-hmm. are like fun to look at yeah but, like i'm excited for your new journey and i feel like everybody else is probably on on board and yeah not, then yeah then get out <laughs> they're <I'm> just, dumb <laughs> just um kind of yeah so that's that's the story on quitting my 10-year career and I don't know. Good things happen. I don't know. You just have to follow your heart. Yeah, I mean, you can't. You can, but like, nobody should expect you, including yourself, to be a wedding photographer forever. Forever. Oh I my mean, god, a decade is a really me. great run. Like, yeah. I could see myself, you know, doing hair for ten years in the future, and then burning out and going and transitioning back to candles. Or yeah, um, it's totally okay. There's nothing wrong with that. And some people really do stick to like my dad's girlfriend has been doing hair she told me how long I, I forget I don't want to say like so many years and it's like yeah she's like hey I'm not that old but <laughs> um it's like somewhere around like 35 years I think and she loves it mm. she loves it and there's nothing wrong with that obviously mm-hmm. but like then there's the the other person like you and I it's mm-hmm. like okay I'm ready for a new mm-hmm. a new experience so yeah. yeah um so okay so to end I'm like, I've said everything that I've needed to say, but I came up with like a last minute subtopic. Oh, you did? Uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't I know typed this. it in here. Okay. I think it'd be kind of fun to talk about dream jobs or careers oh. we wish we could work. And I could go first because I know mine. I was talking about this with my intern. I think when we were in Texas, I was like, okay, if you could pick three random jobs, it literally doesn't have to be like a goal that you have it could just be something super random Mm -hmm. um but obviously something you know you would never do and hers i think was like like a like what is it not like csi or fbi but like a 
I don't know. It's something I forgot what it was. Something along the side of like going undercover and like okay f- fighting crime. That sounds so cheesy. <laughs> but um, okay, so three dream jobs. Okay? okay, mine would be. I'm very inspired after this weekend because I shot a musician's wedding. <laughs> this is so stupid. I would love to be a DJ. Oh my God. But not like Wait, really a DJ at like a like a club like yeah. a nasty club like <laughs> I would love to like I again I'm a very creative person and I don't know if a lot of people know that like music I have a playlist yeah. for every mood my wardrobe is like absolutely ridiculous I have visions in the middle of the night when I'm like awake and I I really think that's why I have a hard time sleeping they say a lot of creative people like don't sleep well through the night buzzing with ideas I literally get all my inspiration in the middle of the night so Mm -hmm. I think if I like it would be so cool to be a DJ but I think for like very like specific things like events or like really cool like places where I could play like funky like certain type of music and not like have it be like super like just like nasty stuff you know what I mean like yeah People who are going to respect the music that I'm choosing and, like, Mm -hmm. know the type of music that I'm playing, like, the the musicians or the artists. Um, And to, like, mix things together and, like, have lights. And, like, I was, like, oh, my gosh. I was, like, picturing myself with (laughs) this, like, crazy. I love that. I know. I, like, I love music so much. So I think, like, maybe I can make that into a reality. Who knows? Um, Second job would be (laughs) – this is so random, too, but I think it would be really cool to be, like, I don't know if I'm inspired because of the gym, but like to be like a personal trainer. Same. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I've literally daydreamed about this too. That is oh my so gosh. Fun. Yeah. Yep. Like the, the trainers at my gym, like I'm just like, this is so cool. They just get to like empower women and like lead a class and like push them to be like the strongest and like healthiest, you know? Yeah. So They're which like is amazing cheerleaders. Yeah, yeah. Which makes sense because I was a cheerleader for a few years. So I'm like, I think I still have that in me. Like yeah. I love to watch other people succeed. Yeah. So that's my second career. And then my third would be a professional chismosa. I think it'd be really <laughs> cool to be in the FBI, but that obviously would never happen. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but I feel like I'm like pretty good at like chismosa things. Yeah. So. Yeah, you are. Under <laughs> undercover detective work. Yeah. Like you could be a personal <laughs> what is it called? A PI? Is it personal? Oh yeah. Investigator. investigator. Uh-huh. That, yeah. I think I honestly think oh I'd do gosh. great at that. But. Imagine the like details you would get from people like about like the drama that's yes. like unfolding in their life. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, that's so funny. I would love that. So Yeah. That, okay. Those are mine. Okay, what about yours? I feel like mine, I would never have the energy or put in the effort to actually do this but it would be <laughs> to have a like really popular true crime um podcast Ooh, yeah that's wait like, i could totally see you doing that oh i would love to do that but like honestly so much effort like so much research, research and reading yeah. Yeah. and uh, your girl has actual adhd yeah. and like yeah i feel like that would be really hard i like to talk about it with friends or like share things with matt like oh my gosh i just listened to this like case but even then i'm so scrambled when i'm talking right. about it i'm like yeah. wait but wait, yeah i think that's like yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah that's, that's one cool. and uh the other honestly is i yeah. that's so funny the personal trainer thing like i feel like i could definitely turn that on. i feel like realistically i could do that but mm-hmm. like i'd really have to turn that side of me on like same yeah um and i think that like my friend tessa um she does um 
she's a spin class instructor, but she's also a hairstylist. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was asking her about, I was like, cause I was, because I've had interest in it. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know that I would ever pursue, but I'm like, how did you become a mm -hmm. personal trainer? And she explained her personal trainer, sorry, a spin instructor. And she explained how she got into mm -hmm. it. And I was like, Oh, that's cool. It's just like, it was just like an ordinary, like, yeah, I was super interested. I had thought about it. And they just so happened to ask me, like, with no experience, like, would I be interested in training? I mm. think that's kind of how she worded it. And then she kind of, like, shadowed somebody. And then before she knew it, she was, like, instructing. And I was like, what was that first class like? She's like, I, like, basically blacked out, like, out Aww, of nervousness. I was like, so I could scary. see me doing that, yeah, too. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that. And then third is um, – I actually think about this a lot and I think I might dabble in it eventually, but I would love to be an artist. Like, um, like painting? Yeah, painting. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I actually used to paint a lot um, mm -hmm. straight out of high school and in high school too. And I like to use oil paints and um, I think they were called like oil. They're kind of like an oil crayon. I don't know the technical word, but I would literally like, gosh, my mom has a couple of my my paintings but i had these i mean they're kind of cringy would be now but they were like these elaborate crazy paintings if i ever find a picture they're very abstract and like um just weird but like really detailed uh -huh. and like even looking back on it, I'm like, I would not hang that in my house now, but like, that's really cool. Like, this is, I don't even, I'm like hesitant to describe one, but one was like a penguin. <laughs> so weird. And I, ha I don't want to talk about it actually. Yeah. Cause then people are going to be like, no, you suck. But like, no. I, it, it, I'm just wondering like, how did I think to do? Okay. Whatever. It's a penguin. Do you have it? I don't. I got rid of all of them a oh, while ago, and dang. it just had like cool, like there was like metallic paints in it. But then also like, I had like glued like, like I think tissue to it for texture as like what it was standing on, and painted that. I don't know. It was just really interesting. Um, and I also my mom actually has an oil painting I did of Ming. And I made that in fifth grade. And mm. if I, sh I will send you, she probably has it in storage now, but I'll send you a picture of that for being like 10 years old. It was extremely well done. Or maybe I was in That's fifth so grade. That's so cool. Yeah. But it's like him laying on like this like day bed I had, like with a leopard blanket, Aww. but it's like very like it's done. So I don't know. My point is anytime I pick up something like if it comes to like drawing and even though I haven't done it in a long time, like I'm fairly decent at it. And like, I would just love to have a giant canvas and just to like play around with it and see what my art would look like today. Cause obviously it's not the same artwork I would have produced at 19 years old. Right. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, you should just try that. It's like so good to have a hobby. That's not like my job. Yeah. Yeah. I just like something to. you can like experiment with and like take yeah. time to grow in. Yeah. You and now I have like a giant backyard. So yeah. it'd be super fun to like um kind of set up outside and yeah. just like in nature and mm -hmm. like draw or paint some stuff. So it's just like the starting process feels a little bit daunting for me. Like mm -hmm. I don't know what brand of like paints are good these days. Right. And, like yeah. investing all the money into all the different yeah. colors and then I have to buy paint brushes right. and like a canvas. But maybe that's something I can have a goal to do. Like that's funny that you asked me this mm -hmm. and I'm like, wait, that maybe this is like it coming into like fr fruition. Is that the yeah. right mm -hmm. kind of like you talking yeah. about moms on film? Like maybe having this conversation I can like be like, wait maybe I actually want to go and do that. So yeah. I don't know, maybe that's something I could do by the yeah. end of the year and just do my first painting and like see where yeah. it goes. But yeah, it'd be fun to like 
produce like artwork and people actually like want to buy it even mm-hmm. if it's not for like a ton of money but i that's like honestly a big big dream i have that's so, so yeah. cool yeah Aww. thanks yeah. for sharing that yeah i'm like i want to be a pi and you're like i want to go back to art <laughs> i want to be an artist <laughs> i want to be a dj <laughs> Which I think I am. I think I think I I actually could do it, but I mean, we're having a our party on Friday, and before you walked into the house, I was literally making a playlist, and I was like, (laughs) "This '80s song is perfect for the vibe," and I was like, "Not this '80s song," because like I need it to be the vibe. You know what I mean? And I'm sorry, I'm like making this about myself, but I'm like. Anytime I'm at a party or like a restaurant, I'm always listening to the music and I'm like, does this go with the vibe? Oh and like, gosh, it's very so interesting. Yeah, it's the first thing that that's I noticed. So cool. but, um, anyways, I think you should pursue painting because Thanks. it's like, I've heard it's like healthy to have a hab or a hobby that you're not necessarily like Trying amazing at or oh. make or make money off of because mm. it's like it feel it feels not only freeing in that way, like there's no pressure on you to like have to like bring in like financial stability but also um it's like giving your yourself like a chance to like not be perfect at something and to like grow in that I think is really cool because you are a perfectionist which I think is great yeah but it's like it's like the process because you and I are the same in this way because we're both threes (laughs) but um where we like to see the goal but not the process like it's like i immediately want to get to perfect and like we have to like something i've been trying to tell myself is like learn to love the process even when it's hard or like you're not good at it or i don't know it's just cool to have a hobby you should do it i'll buy i'll buy your first painting (laughs) (laughs) actually you had a long time ago um you wanted a painting in your old place your Mm -hmm. one before this and like I remember it was like the big wall kind of by the sliding door. Mm-hmm. And I remember mm-hmm. you saying like, I want like some kind of artwork. Oh, yeah. And I like froze. I literally – and you told me what you wanted. I was like, I can totally do that. Oh, my like, gosh. And I was like, no, she's going to be like, um, oh. no. And no. isn't that weird? And I just didn't say anything. But like I remember that moment and I wanted to be like, I'll make it for you. Just buy buy me the materials. Oh, and you then should've. I just didn't. And then oh, you did end up it. getting a really cool piece up there. It was like you commissioned someone, I think, to do it. Didn't you? Or is that wrong? I honestly don't remember. It was like on like a like kind of like wavy piece of paper. Like it wasn't flat to the wall. It was like some kind of Was material. it like canvas? Yeah, like a canvas, oh, but it was like yeah. Kinda, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. it was um yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. 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 It was like a yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sick. yeah. Yeah. But the Sick. the piece behind you that says Cowboys Don't Quit, one of my Instagram friends um painted that and I think oh, it's like nice. inspired by her husband cuz it looks like her husband uh-huh. but um I like that a lot. I just love yeah. like supporting artists because it's kind of like a one-of-a-kind thing and then yeah 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 it's special so you should it's do like, it yeah. yeah okay I'll do it I'm okay fine fine oh soy paintings I'm quitting oh soy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. you're like scratch everything I just said I'm yeah. gonna quit now but <laughs> um okay well this was really fun to talk about agreed thanks for chatting with me mm. <laughs> thanks for chatting with me um we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and hopefully it 
encourages you or motivates you and maybe hopefully answers some of your questions too that you might have for us with like business related or like yeah creative stuff yeah totally and if you guys have any other questions i mean maybe we can open a ask uh, box thingy on instagram or you can just dm us with questions um I need to get better about, I always say this, hopping into the inbox on Amigas. If we ever, like, don't reply to you, just know, like, we read and sometimes share with each other the messages Mm -hmm. that you send. We just don't always have the time with having kids and it's summer break and stuff right now. But, yeah, yeah, my goal is to get better about that and actually respond to people, like, more. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, let us know if you have any questions. And uh, we had so much fun recording this episode and just thank you guys always for listening be sure to follow along on um, spotify you can actually give us a five star on spotify i looked into it as well as um, apple Podcasts. Mm -hmm. like it really helps us a lot so just take a quick second and just give us a rating yeah that would be amazing yeah Yeah. (laughs) all right guys we'll 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 be back next week yeah (laughs) okay okay bye. bye